0: Welcome to the second edition of the Amateur Hour podcast, the Denver Post podcast about college sports. I'm your host, Matt Schubert, Deputy Sports Editor at the Denver Post. Going to be joined by our college's writer and columnist, Sean Keeler. Got a whole bunch of topics to talk about today, including the CSU football coaching search. Butch Jones, is he coming to Fort Collins? Are we going to be life champions here in the state of Colorado? CU football. Recruiting's going well. How well? How well would it end up? Is USC a coming? We'll be talking about all that. One bonus topic I'm not going to tell you about right now. Coming up next. All right, we're back. Matt Schubert here with <laughs> Sean Keeler. The we have a name. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> we already said the name.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just no, I'm just glad that we have one. Do I have to redo it now? No, I'm just glad that we have one. Yeah, no, yeah, we do have That was name. your Christmas present to me is you yeah. actually came up with a name. Yes, that's true. It's the only thing you've given me. Hour. Yeah, amateur hour. Yeah. And it's fairly reflective. Uh, yeah. And I, if this was, goes yeah, an hour, yeah. we apologize in advance. It's the double entendre
0: that really hits yes, on all what,
1: levels. It really it kind of does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it does. Yeah, so. You nailed it.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, let's get right into the topics
1: here. It's not it's not been a slow month. No, no. no there's a lot a going fair, on. As we record this, there is some, some big news still bubbling yeah. and Matt has a question to start. Yeah, off. yeah,
0: well Mike Bobo's gone. So now Mike yeah. Bobo's gone, we have a CSU football coaching search going on. Uh, first one on the list was Urban Meyer. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Urban, but, Urban Meyer. But
1: allegedly he's stuck around. No,
0: no, he's he's been pictured around Joe Parker uh, I believe like at a chick-fil-a and you it's know it's a steak other, and shake it was, if okay, it's they, indianapolis yeah get
1: where i know you've been yeah it's a steak and shake
0: yes yeah, so, yeah, i guarantee they, you it's a steak they, and they shake had, uh, in downtown steak burgers in Indian. downtown indianapolis together good
1: malts good um, sin- fake cincinnati and chili somehow
0: they've they've culled together a list of candidates uh, it, uh if you believe a tweet from sb nation uh there there are five candidates out there right now and that's
1: our first topic today. yes
0: and, and we're we're, we're going to talk about those candidates who do we like uh so steve adazio Former Boston College coach of middling fame. Your guy, Mr. Yeah. Pinstripe Bull. That's, that's right. Dave Aranda, the highest paid coordinator in all of the Who land. Who would have
1: to take a pay cut <laughs> to come <laughs>
0: yes. to CSU? Yes. Which yes. is a
1: question with them. I'm sure he sat down yeah. and just went, okay, <laughs> how much? I make 2.5 at LSU and somebody else takes the bullets. Butch Davis. At- we all know him, champion, life champion. Uh, Butch, Butch Jones. I'm sorry,
0: Butch Jones. Excuse me. I get my Butches mixed Butch up. Butch Davis
1: is another kind of champion. Yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah, yeah, a no, life no. one.
0: But Butch, Butch Jones is, is, is the life champion. Um, and then uh, we also have uh, Tony Alford, our guy Tony Alford. Yeah, Mr., Mr. Logical. Lurking, a CSU guy from Ohio State. In Hasn't a, been a
1: head in, coach, though. Hasn't been a head Interviewed for the job before. Kevin Wilson. And Kevin Wilson. Last on the list. Mr. Sunshine.
0: Uh, Kevin Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> He goes to a bowl game in Indiana, and they're like, no thanks. We're We're we're, done. We're we're out, Kevin. We're going to be a hoop school. Indiana Indiana says we're we're fine with somebody else, even though you just actually won
1: it. So uh, of those five, Matt, I turn to you. At the time of recording... Um, allegedly, CSU still does not have a person uh, in there, even though that National Signing Day deadline is looming. Of those five, who do you like and why?
0: Um, I think I like Dave Aranda.
1: Okay. Explain. And, and, and
0: I, I think I like him because— Because he's bald? Well, that's definitely a plus. And he's plus. a power bald? That, that's, he owns bald. He and if you're going to do bald, you better own he's it. He's power bald. I, I yeah. believe in that— with my all my being,
1: you're a you're a power ball. I'm a, of, oh yeah. yes yeah. definitely
0: yeah. you shave it. Yeah. Own what you are. So yes, bald. Yeah, uh, two good Heck coordinator. Of a defensive oh, fabulous. coordinator. Fabulous, one of the best citizens in the country has been and for a decade. You want to win games in November in the Mountain West Conference, you better have a good defense. What it was what has Colorado State had on defense for the last not bit, four a, or five years? Not a, much. A giant, and giant they haven't won much curtain. since then. Nope, so, not, so that's probably good. Lacking um, that toughness,
1: lacking that thing of it. And you're going and you'd like to run the ball and be tough in November and late November. And where it might snow.
0: Lots of connections. He's been coaching for a long time, uh, and is a highly regarded defensive coordinator. I'm sure that means something when it comes to recruiting. So that that's that's the case I'm laying out for for Dave Aranda now i'd like you to make a case for for butch
1: i can't <laughs> i can't make a case for butch so let me make my case my guy okay. is tony Alford. okay and there is some as it is most CSU no no head league, coaching experience. no head coaching experience which is a virtual tie with dave aranda yeah lifetime assistant virtual yeah. tie with dave aranda yes well-paid assistant at a high level yes. playoff program in the- his case ohio state virtual tie with dave aranda yep Unlike Dave Aranda, he knows the territory. That's true. He knows the West. He knows the Mountain West. He knows Fort Collins. He knows where this program is and where it's gone. And he knows the kind of Power 5 opposition and Power 5-level recruits that you have to start sprinkling in to win at this level. He has coached at Iowa State. He has coached at Notre Dame. He has coached at Ohio State. He has coached at – he's had other stops and leading up to that point. He has played at CSU. He has seen the penthouse, and he has had to try to win games and aims, which is not that dissimilar, much as you crack on the state of Iowa, is not that crazy dissimilar from what you're trying to do uh, at CSU. Uh, No, I would say it's very dissimilar.
0: Here's why it's dissimilar. CSU is actually one of the better teams in this conference. ISU is – Perennially it, so in, at, it, at it, the bottom of right, the oh. bottom
1: third job in the in, in the Big Twelve. Fair yeah. point. But regardless, when you're the, the 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 stepson somewhat, you're the you're the second child, little brother, okay. a collegiately in a state. That's mm-hmm. why I make that parallel. But and in fact, their facilities, frankly, as as I remember them in Ames, aren't that far off. What what their lower end of the Big Twelve is right now. And In fact, CSU facilities are in a lot of places Very better good. better than what Kansas has got. They built by them, all means. They
0: built them thinking, hey, maybe we maybe get we into could the Big get into the
1: Big Twelve, which we mentioned in, in the Denver Post last weekend, and yeah. other people have floated. And that is a conversation that is in fact going to come <laughs> up again at some point in the next four years. Very um, aspirational. So it, it's I think it encourages CSU to be aspirational. Now that's each of us giving a vote for lifetime assistance. Yes. Here's the problem: we're not Joe Parker and Joe. Parker has flat out said my first criterion is not does urban meyer is, like him does urban meyer <laughs> like him is not in, is not uh whether they're an alum whether they have mountain west familiarity west coast familiarity no. I want a guy who's going to be a head coach and if I'm Joe Parker um which neither of us are thank mm-hmm. god though he's also a powerball I would take his he's paycheck. also he's also a powerball and we would we would like to be in that tax bracket uh is I want to win now is I want someone who is going to have me, if not any bowl game in year one, absolutely by year two, is going to get butts in seats and get Mark Kisla to come up and write columns about me and how interesting and fun and wacky I am. Because right now, CSU athletics to us as we sit in North Washington is a hour and 20 minute drive, hour 30, depending on the traffic. It feels like four. Well, it depends. It feels very far away. Does it not? I, because I, they're not relevant. No, well, not so they right want, now. Not right now. So you want your guy to be a PR. That can change quickly. Right. And they want someone to change it quickly because I also have a contract, if I'm Joe Parker, that expires on New Year's Eve of 2021. And I would like to get some butts and seats, unlike my last month of football home games, before my new president gets to do my job evaluation, which is going to be a lot about butts and seats. So, does, so he wants a guy who is going to announce Jones. So he wants, seats? I think Butch Jones wins the press conference, gets enough people excited, maybe beat CU in that opener. And I'm going to open with my number one rival in state who's never been to this new $220 million building and is going off my schedule, that I get the last crack at them. At my place before they go away he wants a win now guy of which neither aranda is proven to be that or offered which is why neither of them has been as high up is kevin on this wilson list. A,
0: a win now,
1: he is a sure thing guy of knowing you what you're going to get and frankly what's funny i almost made this case even though i make fun of you for it because i'm i is he i mean he might also be a power ball if i'm not mistaken he is, is adazio yes he is. A, he because is. In, to, in fairness in fairness he won at temple not you know although there have been some good goldenness one the guys have won there but it's not a sexy gig it's not an easy Le- gig. leverages that to bc which is also not a sexy gig to be frank and has not been well served similar to CU in nebraska and to some degree, Mizzou has not been served well served by the expansion of going to, to the ACC. No. Really? That's been better for the ACC yes. than it has been for, for BC. No, they, they So, to be, what did you have, four bowl bids in six years? Yeah. Was fired this year at six How and long six. ago was Matt Ryan?
0: That feels like ago. It's
1: off, Matt Ryan. <laughs> it's way, way <laughs> long ago. And he was such an improvement over what they had last. But the, the trouble with Steve Adasio is similar to Mike Bobo, the ceiling is low. That there's a lot of seven and sixes. In fact, it's exactly like Mike Popo's early CSU resume, where instead of having an exciting offense, you can't stop anybody, they've had a pretty good defense and, and have them be able to throw the ball and score points. So if you wanted to switch problems, then you've still got a seven and five program that may or may not be it's about beating CU it's about winning right away it's about beating Air Force in Wyoming right away because therefore then you do get the butts and seats you get students excited and you get Denver excited which right now none of those things none of those parties are so so Tony Alford doesn't get butts and seats Tony Alford does Tony Alford says Tony Alford wins the press conference 20 times over he is the guy who absolutely of those candidates would have the most likely shot of winning that news conference getting donors in there getting recruits and they're getting him jazzed up, but we don't know a thing about what he does on game day. Now we do know that Butch Jones will do on game day, and he will be terrible. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: what are we judging it by? Because he was pretty good in the MAC. He was pretty good he, at Cincinnati. He was, he was good
1: in the Big East, and yeah, we're judging on our coworkers who are big Tennessee Vols fans and and said loud. On oh, well, no. NC seventeen, I'm sure if you, when, when you they they call any a Tennessee
0: fan, they're going to be very unhappy. There's
1: some scorched earth where Butch Jones has been. Yeah. There have been some bowl. There have been a lot of bowl games though. Yeah, there've been a lot of wins. Fair and amount of I, success. A fair amount of, and especially at the group of five level. So if all I care about is two years of just get me, you know, somehow get me to 15, to 18 wins in two years, and that's all I care about. Yeah, it's probably Butch Jones. If I do a simple Google search and read about the player relations and media relations with Butch Jones, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. So if I'm CSU President Joyce McConnell, hats off to her if she is, in fact, doing her homework. But it's also making this, as we record this, going a little longer than we thought it would. It's getting, it's getting there. So
0: Well, I, I if I were them, and, and here's what I would say to, to finish this discussion, is – don't worry about taking your time as long as you get the right guy because whoever you're with you're tied to for the next three to five years so you better make sure that who you have is somebody you're comfortable with and you don't want to do it rush it just to make sure you hit the recruiting class because yes while important the more important thing is is that you got a guy that you believe in that you think is going to win games and that you can stand by when things get rough because If you're just doing it to win one recruiting class, good luck, buddy.
1: No. And last thought on that. I think the problem they're running into, and regardless of whether or not Urban Meyer, as rumored, is a consultant. The consultant firm of Meyer, Meyer, and Meyer, (laughs) Irby, Irby, and Irby, (laughs) is the guy that Joe Parker is traveling with and doing these interviews with, is that I think Urban Meyer is telling Joe Parker one thing uh and Joyce McConnell then gets the last vote as president of the university she should and Mm -hmm. has probably stopped at least one of those candidates flat out wouldn't shock me at all and Joe Parker is thinking about only those three years to your point and Joyce McConnell is thinking about the five yeah and I don't know that those two things right now are coexisting well and so this is this could be kind of a Lenny and Squiggy job search, I think, out there right now. Or Laverne and Shirley, if you like. <laughs> uh, and not a Butch and Sundance kind of deal. So second topic as we switch gears here. Um, staying uh, with football and into December, the other big topic that's going to be coming around the bend. If you thought Christmas was coming fast, well, guess what's a week before Christmas, everybody? It's National Signing Day. I'm still getting used to that. I that know. Th- theme music. It's, it's it That means Christmas is seven days away. Uh, so December 18th, you start the three-day period. Uh, i know why there's two more days tacked onto it but frankly no one in the media will care about those other two days so december 18th is the key as we record this uh ladies and gentlemen all four of you uh in the national rankings or at least the 24 7 rankings the buffs mel tucker's buffs uh, are currently have the number 33 recruiting class number six in the pac-12 not bad not bad and that would be their best finish since uh, 2008, when they were fifteenth. What they, they have had, they were fifteenth. Hold on, hold on. You saying that Dan Hawkins' class? That would
0: be their best was, was class 15th. since 2008.
1: They were 35th in 2017. Barack Obama hadn't even been elected yet. He was no, he was about yet. Yeah, was was about where you we know whatever nine months before the election, and because uh, this is before the early signing yeah. period, so it would have been February 2008. They were fifteenth. Here were the other wow. sub. 30 best. 30 other sub 33 classes this will be the best finish since 2008. in 2007 they were 27th hello hawk come on man uh this ain't this ain't in 03, this ain't it, it inter- it wasn't when, <laughs> when the Hawk was there, in 03, uh, we're getting at the tail end of the Barnett era, they were 19th. These are all 24-7 rankings. 2002, they were 18th, and in 2000, they were 13th. That's I- it. So my question to you, Matt Schubert, yes. is if I give you an over-under with the under being good at national ranking of 35 and a half, 35.5, are you taking below that? Are you taking lower than that, as in better than that, or higher than that nationally? so uh on december 18th, for 35.5 35.5 do they have a I'm, better I'm, ranking than that or worse i don't th-
0: i I think they're probably going to be right around 34 so i'm going to say they're going to be just slightly better so,
1: so better okay uh
0: just because uh at some point here usc is going to come like a freight train <laughs> you think <laughs> yes they're they're i think what 63 or something yeah. like that right yeah. now Um, And they were
1: in the 90s, I want to say, two weeks ago. Yes, now that they've retained
0: their coach and there is at least a semblance of stability there, USC is USC and they're going to get a bunch of guys that are going to go, hey, we're USC, we'd like you, and they're going to decommit from other places and And they're just going to end up passing them. So that's one. And then is there another uh, one or two programs behind them that could do the same? Eh, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I would think they'll probably be around 34,
1: 35. I, I am – I'm not far from where you are that I'm going to take the over and say that they're going to be 36th or 37th and okay. still have a top 40 class, but they will not be under 35th. And I hope I'm wrong because I, I think they've shown – they're clearly going after everybody. Yeah. And and especially, you know, wayward souls, five stars, y- yeah. you want to come. Can you we, play football? Can you play football? Do you you are, are you know, can can you bring – you make us more athletic. Can yeah. you make us better? that's pretty much their only criterion going into <laughs> this uh that, that gives you a pretty wide swap, and then you deal with the damage later similar to joe parker's hiring interest <laughs> <laughs> with her with the uh urban urban and urban uh uh select yeah, uh consulting firm uh is who's going to get me uh the best roster in two years um but i still think because i think for the reason you mentioned usc uh, Is coming strong. Other people are coming strong. They're more likely to be thirty-six. They just got some
0: big offensive tackle out of Texas. They're, they they'll just start poaching. That people. once
1: he's and once these other staffs that are moved faster than say our Rams have solidified some things. Yeah. I think CU will be comfortably within the top. 40. Lane
0: Kiffin out on the recruiting right. trail. Right, well,
1: they'll be in the top forty. Don't come know. To Oxford. Don't know if they'll be in the top twenty-five. But if he loads, a, you know, lands a sub thirty recruiting class from all this. You know, it's it's still a pretty good shout. Yeah, you know, that, that that would so.
0: cap what would I would say be a. A successful first year of Mel uh, at CU. It would be. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what are you doing? Be here? a good finish. Yeah, it would. It would be a good. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna move on. I, I, I think Sean's given me that it's time to talk give about the, something give else. Give me the signal. <laughs> time to talk about something else. So we're gonna do it. All right. CU basketball. They go to fog. Lay an egg. They lay an egg. In yeah, they're bad they weren't very good. No. It wasn't really all that competitive. Uh, offensively, they look mediocre right now. I would think I think it's safe to say not great, not terrible, not great. Good defensively. It's a tad team. You a
1: believer? Uh, I am, but not to win the league. What that told me is this is not a top 10 CU team. This is still a top 40, a a March Madness bracketville. So going, you, you think
0: they're a team?
1: I think they're still think they're a team. I don't think they're a—I think they might not be as lockstep, cinch, lead pipe, cinch tourney team as we thought. Because this—we get we overreactive to big games, but this is the f- the second big one. If ASU in China was big, yeah. this was the next testing point. Yeah. Passed one, failed—sorry, you failed this one on yeah. a level. But tough— Top five environment, well, hey, top top know, five roster. As we're roster. talking
0: right now, you still got you and I coming to Boulder And you
1: and I Boulder before we tape this. But then you also have another test. Not even considering you and I as a test, which it turns out it could very be. very much a test it should be. Uh, but you get that in Boulder, you get the altitude. You probably should get that one. You're going to win ugly. You and I, I don't know if you're familiar, They play ugly. You, so you're going to get you're going to win this one ugly, no matter what. You it's not a cakewalk. You It won't, won't be, but you you're going to go to Fort Collins on Friday. Maybe CSU as a football coach by then, theoretically. (laughs) But you have struggled to win there. Oh yeah, that's one where that would be a losing at KU. It was an ugly road loss, but it's not bad road loss. Losing at CSU would be a bad, rivalry road loss. You do not want to lose. There's your other stepping stone, and and then then, Dayton, and then Dayton being the fourth. And Dayton's going to be if they win that game. Actually, Dayton plays KU and made that a game. Oh yeah, which you did not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think if they beat Dayton, that would almost classify as an upset. That, Might be no. Yeah. yeah, that wise it, it would. That if if I'm putting out a point spread right now, my point spread is probably something like Dayton four and a half.
1: So I, I still I still believe, but and th- because they have two more, and if you want to count you and I, three more, um, but two more big moments to prove themselves nationally before we get into league play. Let them step. So they're one and one. If you're one in three out of that, you're in big trouble. If CSU is one of those losses. You're in big I trouble. I think Clemson probably. Clemson was a good. Clemson's a good win too. A good win. Decent win. So say two and one yeah. out of that group, and if you want to count Wyoming. Wyoming's not no, very good. I don't either. want to count Wyoming. So let's put Clemson in that group. Say two and one. Um, I, you've got to beat Northern Iowa. That You'd be 3-1 and one if you want to count that. Teams that could be tur- – I think Clemson might not be a tournament team. Northern Iowa will probably be uh, – again, yeah. again, if you're judging on who you beat who are tournament teams, that's yes. what a committee does. Yes. Uh, you've played I mean, ASU maybe. ASU's I think they're, on the, on they're the bar, in that bubble. bubble. Yeah, bubbler, in that bubble. Yeah. You've beaten a bubble team. Clemson's uh, probably Clemson's a bubble, bubble team. A low bubble, lower than yeah. ASU. Yes. So you've beaten two l- mid to low bubbles in yes. IT-ish yeah. area. And mm-hmm. you got smoked by a one seed. Yeah. Okay. So got, you, well, killed. got killed. You got smoked by one seed at their place. So no shame for what you get and you know, how's your computer ranking? Still ranked. And now by you've the way. got now you're gonna get another tournament team. Yeah, still ranked. You're gonna get another tournament team that will be in the top seventy, even that lower end and mid major you got a mid major league winner. Yeah. Uh similar to but if anything it'll probably be like that. What do we think? You see uh the other night you see Irvine David, Irvine yeah, yeah, similar to that yeah you know, which they survived, but it was kind of a survival kind of game yeah. so yeah. you've so technically you've also beaten a, another 13 Loyola a potential was a survival 13. game well too. there you go but you see Irvine's a potential 13 seed northern iowa's a potential 13 seed yeah. uh, um, Dayton will be, we thought they might be a potential 10 or 11. They look like a potential 6, 7, 5 at the way they've gotten out of the game. I heard Jay Bill is talking them up as a potential Final Four team. Right. So then, you know, we may have, and you saw Athletic Tall last year when they came here in the NIT. Those, that was crazy athletic team. Yeah. Um, so, and if they're better, then that, that's going to be telling, too. And CSU being the the rivalry trap thing, not a, not a tournament team. but You can't a team lose that, that you can. game. You don't want to lose You it. cannot
0: lose that Interesting
1: that stat. A lot is made. About Deshaun Schwartz, and a lot of CU bloggers um, uh, who give a tad a lot more love than a lot of the national people do have pointed out that there's a Deshaun Schwartz factor that when he is poor, uh, they're poor. He was poor. Lawrence, they were poor. When he doesn't hit, they need shooting. They, don't win. they need shooting. I mean, shooting. that's really But the I, I line. found an interesting stat because I thought what was more telling to me at KU was how bad Tyler Bay was. <laughs> Because I raised the bar for him pretty high as a doubles, doubles guy, and he was invisible. He's a legitimate NBA talent. But he was invisible in that game. Yeah, he's got to play well. And and here's the stat that was interesting to me when Deshaun Schwartz scores six or fewer uh, the last two years, and when both these guys have been part of the rotation, CU is six and seven. Not good, mediocre, easily beatable. When Tyler Bay scores six or fewer, they're two and six. Yeah, that does not surprise it's, me. And, and that's you don't need him to be great. He's supposed to be a he constant. But he has to be there. Yeah. And he was just not there anymore. So that surprised me, too. So I'm not off the train. Uh, if, if they would lose to Northern Iowa, I would be very worried. If they would lose to, to CSU, I would also be worried. Because that's more a mental thing. Because you're going to get their best shot. Mm-hmm. You're more, t- you're better. You're well, just flat out better. You shouldn't. You should win that game nine times out of ten. But you're, you're struggle in Fort Collins. And that is their Super Bowl, and they're waiting for you.
0: Well, and side note to that... Um, you better win some of these games because it's not looking like the Pac-12 is going to get more than four bids. I just yeah, we'll just reading the tea leaves, uh, they've lost a lot of games uh, that could have upped the conference's profile. They've won a few of them, but they haven't won most of them. Oregon
1: State's gotten a little better in the two weeks since we talked last. Sure. And, and the UCLA and USC's have gone tanked.
0: tanked yeah, yeah, and it's and uh, you know. Somebody's got to beat Gonzaga. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> who what, can somebody please beat Gonzaga in the Pac-12 for once? Dub uh, lost to them on uh, Saturday or Sunday, and I believe Arizona's going to be playing them soon. So, uh, you know, when you can't beat what's perceived to be the number one West Coast team among your top teams, that downgrades your conference right there. And that downgrades how many bids you're going to get. So... CU needs to win these games to get its own profile big because they're not going to get a lot of shots in conference play.
1: Because you're going to be judged by how many more tourney-worthy teams you play yes. from here on out. Yes. And unfortunately, UCLA and USC do not look like two of them. No. Uh, bonus topic is we, I don't know when we'll be doing this again here on the Amateur Hour, but uh, we're just coming off bowl selection Sunday. CU's not going to a bowl. CU's not, nor are the Rams. No. <laughs> no something i wonder if urban meyer is aware of uh to this point in 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 his search firm capacity Um, but there are matchup matchups are out we we joke about them around the office uh give me three games you're going to watch which three games are you most looking forward to i'll just leave it on the west coast west coast games you're looking forward to involving west coast teams and why
0: well rose bowl number one because it's the granddaddy i love the rose bowl oregon wisconsin should be good i think wisconsin wins that game but i think it's interesting Uh, I'm looking forward to that. You're talking about great defensive line versus a great offensive line, uh, kind of diverging uh, styles of play. That should be great. Pasadena on New Year's Day. Is there anything better than that? No, I don't think so. Uh, Boise State, Washington, the final – we haven't mentioned this. The final game for Chris Peterson, who abruptly steps down from UW. It's Chris Peterson Bowl. The Chris Peterson Bowl His last two in course. Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. That'll be that'll be good, and I think that's only in like a week and a half. Yeah, it's coming. Um, it's coming right away. That's going to be good. And then we got ourselves the Cheese It Bowl, once known as the Cheese INT Bowl, when Cal and TCU got together and put together a dandy last year. Let me tell you, seven interceptions. What a fun night that was. Now this
1: one will be different.
0: Now we've got Air Force and Wazoo. Ooh.
1: In your style clash, oh, a style uh, clash for the of, ages of the of the, uh, of the bowl season. Oh, uh, your three are the same as my three, just a different order. Mine my, my, in fact, almost yeah, almost an inverted order. But I, I will put cheese at number one. I want to see Air Force against That's Air be Raid. Great. That I like contrasts. Yeah. I like I mean, you have Mister Coach with uh, no personality and Troy Calhoun <laughs> against against Mister Over Ratcheted Down a personality I mean, even just bit. the new you know. Having met both of them and, and interviewed both of them, that's a fascinating contrast. I like matchup contrasts, and, I, and the trouble with these contracts is they don't give us. Enough fun ones that way because so and so has to go here, or or Tennessee pulls a politic game and says we're not going to go here, yeah. or the league sets up something for TV. This yeah. is not only is it made for TV; it's it's crazy entertaining as a neutral. Yeah. And I think that's just smart if you're a little bowl doing that, and the inside bowl, it's you know as it once was, yeah. has had some wacky ones. I was oh, looking yeah. at a clip of that famous that nobody could watch because uh, I remember what I was covering another bowl game at the time, but just seeing the score from afar of that Texas Tech. Speaking of Mike Mike Leach a history yes. yeah. in that. Game mm-hmm. with the famous Texas Tech. Let's get Glenn Mason fired, man. So yeah, that was a great game. That's bonkers. So I don't know yeah. if this will be like that, but it should be a lot of fun. That's my one. Uh, my two is the Rose because it's two programs I like to it's watch stylistically, and I'm a Midwest idiot like you are deep down <laughs> uh, and watching Wisconsin, Oregon, and a lot in ways that they're actually more similar than they are different in spite of stylistically because they are both have their best athletes are on defense they both fly around and just crush you and as a defensive nerd i'm looking forward to yeah. seeing that oregon extra has a quarterback and, and i think herbert is better than, than jack cohen and i think that yeah. will get that will do the job for them ultimately that'll be a great game though i oh, actually yeah. think oregon wins that game because they're a little better quarterback i, I think where you have that. two defenses that are so good two running games are also very good two offensive long you where you're, you give credit to the oregon Defensive line because I just did the all Pac twelve vote uh yeah. in state. No, Oregon's and Oregon's point. offensive line. Yeah, no, they are their best players. Oh, yeah. If SC's best players are are whiteouts, and I like the holiday bowl too. I'm gonna cheat and throw a third one that I like the holiday. That'll be fun. I actually like it, matchup wise, and I say that as a native Iowan because Kirk Ferentz against a bunch of NFL whiteouts and a good coaching staff, but not yeah. nearly. Well they the usually kind have good D backs And they do, bit. they do. And it's kind of like you know, you joke there, Utah East and and and, and, and Utah is Iowa West, yeah. uh how whether they'll do better or get fair against that kind of Talent than than the Utes do, and 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 of course the Boise uh, the Boise Washington game in Vegas will be good be for fun. the for the Peterson factor. So yeah. it should be good. For, and as a neutral, I watch all those as a neutral because my alma mater stunk and did not go to a bowl for once. Can so.
0: I can I just say this about the college football playoff? I am in no way excited about it. I, no, I, nor am I. No, I, 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 I. I just I mean yeah, it's great. They'll, they'll probably be really good games. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, I, but I just cannot get. I cannot get excited for Ohio State and Clemson or Oklahoma and LSU. I, the only team I have any sort of non-aversion to is probably LSU because Ed Ogeron is just such a likable guy. Right. Um, and and then, there seems
1: to be a novelty there because we'll have a we'll have a saving list playoff yes. finally. I wonder at what point, because we, we all think expansion is going to come, is that this— sameness of four yeah. begins to become stale. Not for those fan, but Clemson will come. It's oh, always yeah. Clemson. It's yeah. always Ohio State, yes. which it isn't. But in more often, years, it, oh, yeah, it's, and it's often, often going in to be, Oklahoma and in often Oklahoma. That that all those fan bases, you know, it's by birthright, divine right to be there. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But the rest of us is neutral to sit there and go, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. So I think that ultimately, that's a market force that's going to drive this, if not to eight, maybe to eleven or twelve or sixteen somewhere yeah. down the line.
0: Interesting. If I was Larry Scott, I would be arguing like hell for it. I would do everything in my power to argue for it because that's the really the only way you can guarantee relevance for a conference that, let's face it, half the country doesn't pay attention to, nope, no even no. when they're good. Steady, so, Steady's
1: arguing for another private plane.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Thanks you, Larry. So, all right, I think that's that's it for us today. We've we've talked ourselves out. Uh, and uh, luckily, we didn't even have to get into uh, you know who's a rim protector and who's not. We'll save that for another time. <laughs> so
1: We'll discuss the pros and cons of Jeremy Grant in the next Amateur yeah, yeah, that's, that's Hour. Right. You want to stay tuned for that, America. <laughs> that's going to be a good one. All right, everybody. It's the Jeremy Grant Hour. Is he a rim protector? Why, he's never seen the lane. I can't understand that. He's such a rim protector. He's protecting that rim from the circle. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you for listening, everybody.